Or no, it was a story about people, like, a person got fired for farting. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, a person quit his job because someone kept farting on him. <laughs> I'm Stephanie. I'm Sarah. And I'm Christina. Hey! Hey! This is episode 62 of Dead Time Stories. Yeah, I don't have a little sound maker. That's That's probably for the best. That's okay. I'm excited. I'm sure we had a lot of that last episode. Sarah, tell us, tell us about your upcoming show. Um, yeah, so uh, once again, a reminder for everyone, I have a show coming up, The Insanity of Mary Gerard. That opens September 19th. Ooh, um, nice. First weekend is part of Fringe, so go check it out if you get a chance to show Alan's Lane that we can do a Fringe show up here, and it is possible. Booyah, um, Alan's Lane. And, yeah. And then we went through October 6th. Uh, Friday, Saturday evening, Sunday matinee. Check it out. If you're in the area, let me know. Uh, yeah, that's, that's if I you're know. not in the area, get your ass down here because it's gonna be lit. Let's Hopefully. do this. AF. Hey. Y'all remember Christina? She was here a while back. It was. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. was here uh, for my one woman show. Episode back. 48, coming for that number one spot. It was a really good episode. We're excited to have you back again. Oh, what are you doing in Philadelphia? Yeah. I, oh gosh, it's kind of hard to talk about because there are some people who kind of don't know about it, but. I am going to a job interview. Ooh. Yes, for the dream job, the big in, the big girl position. Um, so yeah, it's at a local university, local to Philly, and um, it's a science librarian position, and I'm really stoked about it because hey. that's what I want to do. Yes. So, so yeah, so I'm here for that, and I was like, hey, I'm going to be there while you're filming or recording. recording or, yeah. So like, let's do it. Yeah. Yes. Hey, so we're so happy to have you back on. Yay. So thank you, thank you, thank it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 Fun. yeah. Fun. yeah. Fun. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. That sounds cool, yeah. Let's fucking do it. This week it's two scared siblings again, isn't it? We're bringing back Andrea and Ren, our favorite siblings from over at... Well, hello there. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, if you like what we do, you're going to love what they do. It's pretty similar. So, yeah. So, go check them out. Take it away, you guys. Hello. Hello. We're two scared siblings. I'm Andrea. I'm Ren. And we talk about all horror things. So. Yeah, I said that really salesman corny. <laughs> yeah. I'm Ren. And buy yeah. this car. Why, hello there, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Come to um, our horror podcast. And right? there's a lot of this crap, too. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of this crap. We do this. But everything horror. So true crime, ghost stories. Like a lot of ghost stories. Conspiracies, I don't know, gross diseases. Everything. All, like actual fictional stories and like media critiques in the horror genre. Anything that's Everything horrible. Horror. So if you like horrible yep. shit, come listen to us. Yeah, and you can email us too. We do audience participation at twoscaredsiblings at gmail.com. So like you might be featured on an episode. So yeah, all things yeah. horror. Check us out. Bye. We love you. Bye. Mwah. Two Scared Siblings! Yay! Fun! Go check them out, leave them a rating and a review, and yay! All right. No more... Oh. No. Where are you? 
It's okay. We'll figure it out. Love it. Yay. <laughs> well, without further ado. Yes, without further ado. Sarah. Stephanie. Christina. Hey, guys. Y'all, y'all ready, ready to talk about some ghosts? What you got going on? Well, first, I've got a ooh, spooky update. Ooh. Yes. yes. So, um, if you haven't listened to my first episode, we just talked about it, episode 48, go do that now. This is the time to go do that because there are spoilers. Right now. Yeah, like pause this episode. Yeah, pause. Go listen to that one. All right. Welcome back. Here we go. Thank you. All right, losers. Now that you're all caught up, let's go. (laughs) So, uh, the first thing that I did in my last episode was actually a ghost story that my friend Zach told me. And I do have a little bit of an update. There is a theme for all of my updates, and that theme is none of it's going to make you feel good. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> what? It's more information, and it's the more you know, and it's great, but, like, none of it makes you feel any better at all. So, first, Christina, no. the, uh, the ghost story. So, I got a few things wrong. The biggest thing that I got wrong was the original story of what happened to the family. So, he didn't take the children from the field into the house. He actually drug his daughter from the house into the field and it created a dead strip of land. And that is what Zach's friend, who I'm not going to use any identifiers of, so I figured I would give her like a funny name for us to use. So I was like, Princess Pickle Farts or something ridiculous. Sure. Okay, so Princess Pickle Farts um, is a sensitive person. So this is a friend of Zach's who was also there. Who was the person who had been called to investigate this ghost story. That's why they were there in the first place. That's why they were there in the first place. Oh! Because she was a local ghost hunter. She was affiliated oh. Princess Picklebottoms. Yeah, I know. I thought she, they just went out for fun. Mm-mm. She was affiliated with a ghost hunting group. And they okay. had gotten a tip from her area that she covered. And so that's why she brought her friends to go check this out. And so as okay. soon as she gets there, she starts hearing thudding sounds. And that is just how her sensitivity begins with her. She starts getting auditory spirit sounds first. And the person that she was with outside of the car, let's give him a stupid name too. I don't have one for him. Pugglesworth. Bing, Bing Bong Tom Tom 42911. <laughs> no. Bing Bong Tom Tom. There we go. Bing Bong Tom Tom was Bong also Tom. outside of the car. And he was like, hey, do you hear that? And that's when she knew that it was a really special place. But yeah, there was a dead strip of land. Because normally other people don't hear it. Usually the other people don't hear it. Special is the right word. So there was a strip of land in front of this house that went straight out where nothing would grow. This is out in Sarah Gorda, right? This is out in Sarah Gorda. And the ghost, all of that happening, them seeing the ghost and then running to the car, happened way faster than I explained it. Way, 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 way faster. So she hears the thudding. She gets to the dead spot. She's looking down to see the end of it and that's where the girl is standing that's where she's standing and a moment later she's next to them because the second she realizes that she's been seen she is like I, are you my get Uber? me out of here <gasps> yes so that is way different and does not make you feel any better but that's what actually happened so that's why they ran for the car and it was too late because she was already in the goddamn car she's like I'm ready to go I took the middle seat don't right? worry about it like, you guys I'm I'll in take bitch. the hump. let's go I'll take so, the home shotgun oh my god oh the no next was she shot very 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 upsetting. Um, I'm already upset. Tom Tom Bing Bong got in the front passenger seat as they were driving away. And when they saw the figure, Tom Tom Bing Bong welcomed it into the car. How? 
He whispered under his breath, we welcome you in. Why? Why? They don't know. So, so Who instead of, so we thought, we thought that the figure, they were driving, the figure was at the end of the lane, the figure came in and took the girl out of the car. The figure was in front of them, and then he somehow, for some reason, was possessed to say, we welcome you in, and that's when the girl got yanked out of the car. So that's why he was able to come into the car, is because the guy was like, sure, come take her. That's the theory that uh, the princess, princess has. had. Yeah, that's, that's Princess Picklefart's theory, yeah. And she went back there many times. She doesn't talk about it anymore, um, because she thinks that it's a demon who possessed the father, who caused all of this to happen, and that the demon's attached to the land, and that the demon's never going to let her go. And she tried her hardest to get it to happen. She said that she spent a lot of time down there, and nothing ever changed it. Nothing happened ever again. No, was, things oh, definitely happened, happened and she, she refused like, to talk about released. it. She refused to talk about it. Wow. Yeah. So, spooky update. Damn. Yeah. All right. Thanks. I hate it. So, yeah. Yeah, and thanks. So I really hate it. The second update is that Michael Peterson was on Dr. Drew or Dr. Dr. Phil. Phil. Why do I keep saying Dr. Drew? I didn't anyway, say that earlier, too. Dr. Phil. He was on a two parter of Dr. Phil. I so, Michael Peterson and Christina also talked about in, in the first 48. episode. Yeah, that was the second part of my episode. So, um, He's the guy that was framed by the owl. Right, right, right. So, here's some of yes, the revelations. And- Here's some of the revelations that came out of this Dr. Phil interview. Um, He's been taking improv classes. (laughs) The editor of the documentary, The Staircase, was in a romantic relationship with Michael Peterson while he was in prison. And when he was released from prison, he moved into her house. You're welcome. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, so much for being... Like I was trying to say, so much for being fair and balanced and like trying to have a perspective and and impartial and unbiased. So much for that shit. Like he was boning her. He obviously had manipulated the editor into being on his side. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, looking favorably. That's some fucking bullshit. Also, he can't make any money now because if he does, it will all go to Kathleen's daughter. Yeah. (laughs) Because they did a private lawsuit against him. Where they sued him for wrong, it was wrongful Wrongful death, death, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so he owes them millions of dollars, millions of dollars. And if he makes any money at all, it all goes straight to them. So So he's purposefully not making money because he he doesn't want them to get his money. He's written a book. About I was going to say, he better start writing some novels. He's written a book about Kathleen. He is not getting any of the profits of this book. Because if he does, they will go straight to Kathleen's family. So I am betting you dollars to donuts that that contract is giving money to every single person in his family. And every single person in his core group that is taking care of him essentially because he's just freeloading off of other people right now like which is what he did to kathleen which is exactly what he did, how he's lived his whole life that's what these fucking fuckers do these narcissistic sociopaths that's what they do is they just freeload they do as little as they can to get as much as they can oh my god Ooh, is he still with the editor yeah um i believe yes dang Yes. Girl. How much money did she make off of that special? That's a great fucking question. Does Netflix know about this? Don't know. Don't know. Netflix. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up. <laughs> and those wow. are my spooky updates. Wow. Spooky updates. Thanks. We hate them. 
Yeah, no, none of those were meant to make you feel better. Thank you. Um, and yeah. this next topic isn't meant to make you feel any fucking better either. Yay. <laughs> You're welcome. As she laughs maniacally. I know, she I revels know. in She's it. She's really into this. Why is she on here? <laughs> I mean, you sort of like laugh through the pain a little bit, I suppose. So, um, last time I felt like I did... A ghost story, which is something that you guys do. I felt like I did a true crime story, which is something that you guys are, you know, pretty regular about doing. So I was like, okay, let's switch it up. Like, I've done those. I want to try something new. So this time I'm doing a conspiracy theory. I know, right? So my conspiracy theory, it's like go big or go home. But we are kind of staying in the realm of what people can do to each other. So, like, aliens don't really fit into it. Okay. And lizard people can fit into it, but we're not going there because then this podcast would be 14 hours long. So, um... Ain't so nobody yeah. got time for Ain't that. Ain't nobody got no time. So, let's just get into it. lizard people. Well, I mean, yeah, but this... It's already been done. Go ahead, go ahead. Woo. So, we're going to be talking about the Illuminati. A beer, a beer, a beer, a beer, a beer, a beer. You mean Beyonce and Jay-Z? Exactly. No, that's exactly what we're getting to. But before we the can Carters. jump onto that, before we can jump into that whole triangle-laden love fest, let's go. That pyramid scheme. That whole pyramid scheme. Oh, my God. It's so good. The Illuminati that. is just multi-level marketing. It's the That's the original pyramid is. scheme, honestly. I'm in a Facebook group now called Sounds Like MLM, but okay. <laughs> I follow all the anti-MLM subreddits. Like, I'm mm-hmm. into it. It's so silly. I, I gotta add it's you to this group then. But yes, it's called I, Sounds it's like, like MLM, but okay. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, first we're gonna go all I the way like back. I feel like Ipsy could easily become an MLM. Oh, like, they could have started as an MLM and it would have been successful. I it is. No, it's just an online subscription. Like I know you can buy dis- like discounted things. You can get you yeah. can refer yeah. friends yeah. to get a discount, yeah. but yeah. it's not like no, it's not a, like a what is a it Lulu Row or anything right, like right, that right. bullshit. And that is more like what we're talking about in here because that is what the Illuminati right, was yes. built to do. Like it was built to be a very specific hierarchy. So it all started back in Bavaria in 1776. Okay, yeah. And so there was a gentleman, I've called the history of the Illuminati white man bullshit. Yeah. So that should just give you some insight. Be on their bullshit all the time. White man bullshit. White men always be on their bullshit. Hold on, you guys. Hold on, hold on. Not all men. Get out. There's there's the she said sarcastically <laughs> as she laughed maniacally. <laughs> uh, this is gonna get this is gonna get a little personal for me, but uh, but let's. Are start you a part with, of the Illuminati? Uh, with Adam? Your dad was Adam Weishaupt. Yeah, no, my dad was. My dad was a Freemason. He was like the highest level, like sixty second level. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Freemason. He was the president of his chapter like a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love Masonic like lore and shit because I'll never actually be able to join the temple no. and it makes me so upset. Um, <laughs> she was like, "Let me in your boys' club cult. I want to be in this it. boys' club cult." So anyway, Adam Weishaupt, Weishaupt was the founder of the Order of the Illuminati, and um, he's basically every guy I've ever dated. <laughs> Um, he thinks that he's smarter than everyone else. I suspect if he were alive now, he would be a bearded libertarian who was like constantly talking about how he's being oppressed, even though he's a white man who lives in a system that allows him to talk about how he's being oppressed. And taxation is theft. Right. And like, don't be on Facebook. Um, no religion, no religion. 
Um, he hated his job. He hated religion. And he was a religious law professor. And what's his name? Adam Weishaupt. Adam Weishaupt. Weishaupt. Okay. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so he wa- he hated his fucking job. Of course he did. Like, he hated his job as a religious law professor so much that he created a secret order to control society to get religion out of the fucking law. That's how much he hated his fucking job. So... Like, he I don't also, disagree with that. He was also completely convinced of his own bullshit. 100% of the time. Smell Ron shit right he there. He was like, no, 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 no. Don't believe in Christianity. Don't believe in Catholicism. Believe in what Me. I preach and do the rituals that I tell you to practice because yeah, I'm right. Because this is different from the mm-hmm. other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm so original. God damn it. This isn't MLM. Look, I, sh- I you this, I hate hey, girl you to sell it. You get two of your friends mm-hmm, to sell it. Mm-hmm. They each get two of their friends to sell. Mm-hmm. It. Well, you know, money. We all make money, money, money. So he founded the order in seventeen seventy. Emoji, emoji, emoji. <laughs> yes, there's always a lot of emojis. Emoji. Do they call them the Huns on Reddit. Yes, yes, that's what yes. they call it on them on, on the that board too. Oh yep. my god, because it, because hey, they message hun. you and they're like, hey, Hun, oh I'm starting my, my own business. <laughs> hey, Hun, I have been making money just from sitting on my couch. I would Me love to help you do it. Do you want? How are you? So when people post in these forums, they're like, oh, the Huns, hey, huns. came after me today. It's the invasion of the Huns. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Facebook. Hey, yeah. hon, I started my own business and you can too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. No, so, um, so that is, it spread really quickly, which was kind yep. of its own downfall because it was built to be around like Masonic hierarchy and like levels of secrecy and yes. stuff like that. Gotcha. But they didn't finish writing it before they started. It was like Stranger Things. They had the first two episodes, but like... They had to get into it before they actually figured out the rest of it. Uh-huh. So there were a few people who joined and were like, okay, yeah, what's next? What this, what's this enlightenment? What's this knowledge? Here for it. Let when am I enlightened here? Like, where do I go from here? And they're like, actually, now you're the writer. You get to do it. Figured yeah, out. the main recruiter was this guy. I wasn't going to talk about him, but he's this guy named <laughs> Kanigi, which I love that name. Kanigi. I think it reminds me of like, anyway, not important. So. It reminds me of Kaniki from, from Greece. Yeah, exactly. It reminds me of Greece, but I yeah. love Greece and you hate Greece. Is it like a hickey Greece. from Kaniki? Thanks, <laughs> 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 I hate it. Thanks, I hate yeah, it. I, I love I, that I don't shit care for Greece. Though, which explains a lot. Anyway, um, so he decided to actually join the Masonic Temple a year later so that he could steal all of their rituals. Cool. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So that was a cult. He needed some like cult. He's like, let me. I'm doing research business, so I have to figure out the market. Mm -hmm. I have to. I have to learn the industry so Mm -hmm. that I can start my own. Love to have a mentorship here. I'll bring in three people, and they'll. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what happened. And they formed their own. They they formed their own lodge. Like they had control over their own space as part of a Masonic order, like legitimately through the Freemasons. And yet they were teaching like this completely skewed shit that was like really like I think it was a lot of meditating to be quite honest I think it was a lot of meditating and like getting that sort of high that you get from like really deep transcendental meditation like I think that's probably what it was but anyway um, they put him at a sweat lodge and then said I'll give you this glass of lemonade if you give me (laughs) $5,000 essentially (laughs) yes so the core idea was that they wanted to create a spy network that was based on Masonic ritual and secrecy of course and it expanded 
quickly. Like, it Were they searching everywhere. for, like, a big treasure? Like, say, like, a na- <laughs> like a treasure of a national scale. Oh, oh, like a... Do you think they'd be looking... Were they trying were to they steal trying- the Declaration of Independence? Did they help write the... De- it was 1776. It was 1776, which is really ironic. And Don't very you think? telling. Um, a was little too n- ironic. We did this you know, in Colleen's episode last week, too. I really do think. Nicholas Cage there? No. No. Nicholas Cage wasn't born yet because it was 1777. Well, you know how, like, so Keanu I, Reeves like, is a time traveler? Oh, I figure Nicholas oh, Cage is probably oh, another one, too. The conspiracies. Okay. We're going full speed ahead. <laughs> we were on Nick Cage. You went to Keanu. Let's take it that. back to National Treasure. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> This feel like failed going for a walk in the very quickly. Right now. This failed after nine years, expanding over across half of Europe. I think they boasted membership of over 600, right? And then failed because they were a secret society that everyone knew about. about they and were like, everyone the knew who all of the, the members Illuminati were. is you don't tell people about the Illuminati. And, everybody, and the second rule of the Illuminati is you don't is you tell, tell people about everyone. the Illuminati. And everybody then nobody wrote the first followed two the fucking of the rules. Nobody, everybody was like, you know what I'm doing? But like, that's why we didn't want you in the Illuminati, Steve. Right. So they got chased out everybody. of Bavaria. They got chased out of Europe. They died. Good. I don't Allegedly. Know. Oh. Oh, and this bah, is where bah, we get bah, into bah, stuff bah, that might not be factually accurate. Cool. <laughs> Woo. That's so, this whole podcast. It's not factually let's accurate. Let's look at the global perspective, okay? So we are looking at um, what was going on about 50 years later in the world. You got to look at the whole world because what we're stepping into is the new world. He's going to... Order. Order. Yes. So all the coincidences are going to start happening. In In his hands. hands. Scott. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, So in the mid-1800s, there was a lot of global change. So the Illuminati actually did push a revolution in Central Europe. Okay, so that, oh, sure. that's legit. People were so scared of the Illuminati that the peasants were just like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, we're the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's who we sure, are. Sure, You've heard all about us. Right, right. Let me take your mythology and make a monster out of it. Let's do this. Let's go. Right. And so they yes-ended their way into that revolution. Is Michael Peterson a part of the Illuminati? <laughs> yes, and. Yes. And. Yes. Yes, and. and he was covered in blood. I wish. Anyway. <laughs> yes, and there was an owl there. <laughs> okay, so in the UK at the same time, religious writers were starting to tell people that people in power with lots of money were selling their souls to the devil to attain those crazy levels of power. Yes, and. Yeah. And. and- and in the United States, there was a really big anti-Masonic movement pretty much at the exact same time where there were a bunch of super Christians in the United States saying, hey, what's with all this symbology? You know what the founding fathers were really doing? They were putting all of this in our natural society so that we get used to it. So when the satanic overlord actually comes and overtakes us, we're just used to it already. That's what's really happening. And they hit a treasure. <laughs> Both. Double whammy. Treasure oh, for wow. Satan. Satan treasure. <laughs> Satan treasure. Who doesn't love a little Satan treasure? Mm, that's why I call my butthole. I don't know. Satan's treasure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I lost it before I began. 
<laughs> That's what I call my butthole. Oh no. It's my butthole. I lost it before I began. <laughs> that sounds like a euphemism for diarrhea. Can you help me find my butthole? <laughs> no. No, I cannot. I can't, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's on you, boo. That sounds like a personal problem to me. I know, right? There's books. About helping you find your butthole? <laughs> helping, yeah, yeah. Look at a diagram. If you lost it, what if you had it and then you lost it? Oh, my God. So crazy. What, what if it was like where your parents are like, got your nose. Got like, <laughs> your, your butthole. Like, got your butthole. That's called child abuse. <laughs> Sarah, do you need to talk to someone? Sarah, where on the bear did the person touch your you? It was the butthole. That explains so much. Yeah, don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so afraid it's going to be taken away again. <laughs> it's going to be taken away again. I lost it once. I can't lose it again. So my favorite part of this conspiracy is the modern day side of it, where we're saying that there are celebrities oh, yeah. working with the international one world government to create a smoke screen about all of the crazy shit that this government is doing because it's all about globalism as opposed to nationalism right mm, mm-hmm. so it's all about the jews and their global new world order sorry the jews that's what they want you to think so these are not our views these are not our views these this are not our views on the jews theory. this is a complete conspiracy theory and we're getting into that later so the biggest part of the celebrity Illuminati thing is that Jay-Z is, like, the head of the Illuminati, yeah. and there's a bunch of different reasons for it. Most of it's just, like, symbology. Wait, he's the head of the Illuminati now? Right, yeah. So he's the head of the celebrity side okay, of it, okay, and okay. he's the one who, like, with him and Beyonce, they're the ones who decide, like, who to induct and who to sure. kick out. And, like, how to do it. So, the biggest example is that the celebrities have to go through a hazing ritual in Mm. order to become members of the Illuminati Mm -hmm. to sell their souls Mm -hmm. for fame. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, um, part of this hazing ritual is something extremely embarrassing in public. And the biggest example that we can look to is Kanye West interrupting Taylor Swift at the VMAs. That was her initiation because Kanye West went through his initiation a few years before when he said on live television where no one could stop him that George Bush, who was a part of the Illuminati that was using Britney Spears to create a smokescreen about what he was doing. So when she had her meltdown and was shaving her head and stuff, that was all to cover up the lies that George Bush was shelling out at the time. So they're trying to, like, double spy each other, and he's saying that George Bush doesn't care about black people, so he can get into the Illuminati. And now he's interrupting Taylor Swift and embarrassing her for the sake of Beyonce to induct her into the Illuminati. And 9-11 was an inside job. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. No. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. The real deal. The real real? This wasn't the real real? No, not really. Not not really, really. So I call this part from Bavaria to Hysteria. So it mostly happened. <laughs> that sounds like the week that I'm on my period. <laughs> yes. From a Bavarian pastry to hysteria. <laughs> right, you're back that Bavarian again. cream filled donut and you're like from Bavaria to hysteria. hysteria. You got it. So um, in the U.S. during the 1960s, a writer for Playboy began publishing fake letters from readers who said that they were victims or witnesses to these Illuminati sacrifices. 
And then he would write other letters saying that they were from other readers in response, calling bullshit on all of that. And the purpose for it was to create chaos in the media. So the whole purpose, and this is actually like documented, the whole thing was part of this like anarchic conspiracy theory to get change in the United States. So what they wanted to do was create this level of conspiracy theory that people would become interested in Mm -hmm. so that they could get away with bigger shit. That's essentially the thing behind it. So... The okay. conspiracy was directed at politically conservative and, and um, you know, evangelical Christians. Uh, those are who conspiracy theories in the United States are usually pushed towards. And so that's why it started bringing in stuff about the Rothschild family who were like well-known Jewish bankers. Well, that was a really easy target for these people who already hate those people. Um, and they also said that they were practicing Satanists who were committing ritualistic sacrifices of children on altars, like in the Bible. Right? And then they wanted to create a global government, which is basically this conspiracy that we're at now. And why I say that we're at it now is because downstairs I have a pamphlet that I found at work the other day about globalization and what a bad thing it was and how like, un-American are you an American? Are you a nationalist yes, or a glo- dirty globalist? globalist. Right. Yeah. Like global people are coming to take away what makes you an American. Yeah. And like yeah. C- currently right now I'm working with fire protection services. So I work with a bunch of dudes that graduated from college or from high school, probably didn't go to college. Like, we've had conversations about vaccinations and things like that where I've gotten really intense with them before. Like, they know not to fuck with me about that shit. So, like, this is something that those people would eat Eat up. Oh, yeah. Eat up. Oh, yeah. And so the second I saw it at work, I was like, this is fucking trash. And I threw it away, and then I got it out of the trash because I was like, I'm bringing this this to the podcast. podcast." Because this is very real. We have to be totally aware of, like, what we're subjecting ourselves to and the level of accuracy that it contains. Oh, yeah. And I'm so glad that, like, Fox News is finally starting to call live bullshit on people with the government who are spouting out falsehoods like that just recently happened a couple weeks ago i want to see more of that yeah like i want to see more of that not just because for a long time they have helped to perpetuate those lies not necessarily even because they believe in that propaganda Mm -mm. but because it gets them ratings because it's good television exactly exactly and so like you know this is a silly goofy conspiracy theory but the main message is that people really believe some of this stuff like, really, truly believe some of it. And Masonic temples are everywhere. Like I said, my dad was a Mason. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they do a lot of community work and all this other sort yeah. of stuff. But they also do all of this weird secret ritualistic shit that they don't tell anybody about that I can never know about because I'm a girl. Yep. So. Yep. Yep, yep. So, yeah. That's that's the conspiracy theory. And that's the origin of conspiracy theory in the United States and why it's so rampant here and in the UK is because we have this large group of nationalists who are willing to believe that they have an enemy out there in the world that's not real. And that... And there's a treasure. And that there's a treasure. treasure. (laughs) And that the idea of 
something global and bringing the world together is mm-hmm. bad, bad as opposed to being an American and sticking to your country and doing its best to your country. Or, yeah. yeah. Or, and, or, or a Brit. Brit. I mean, or they're a Brit. Or Brit, right. But the idea that, like, your country, mm-hmm. confusing patriotism with nationalism, right? Oh, yeah. my God. Like, I yes. feel like I'm very patriotic. Like, mm-hmm. I'm an American, and that's very important to me and, like, where mm-hmm. I come from. But well, I'm not so. I'm, but I'm the daughter of two people who were in the military. One of whom was a, was an immigrant mm-hmm. who got their citizenship through education and serving in the U.S. military. So, like, I've always been raised to appreciate those things. But it's also really scary to see people that confuse that, who confuse patriotism and nationalism. Like, America is mm-hmm. the best. America first. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's us versus the world, yeah. not like us and our place in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's some scary, scary shit. And it's white men bullshit. It is white men on their bullshit. White men be on their bullshit. Y'all. All day, every day, all day, every day. All white time. men be on their bullshit. All time. I'm surprised they're not tired. I would mm-hmm. be tired, girl. Isn't it exhaust? It's exhausting seeing it. It's so tired having to believe your own bullsh- bullshit all the time and not being able to admit when you're wrong or when you made a mistake. Like yeah, it's gonna be tough. That's goddamn terrible. Like you're a shitty human being. Anyway. So, Christina, thank you for this lesson on media consumption. Yes, Thanks. thank you so much. We got, we Keep listening to our podcast. Our this is a short but Yay. important episode. You yes. have a fetish. I, do you have a fetish five? Get to it. Get I, to okay. it. Get to it. Get to it. So, my fetish five is actually not really a fetish. It's just more of a sexy thing. So, um, I would like to talk about chaos magic sigils. So a sigil in chaos magic is like a visual representation yes. of an idea. And so people can like create this sort of shape where they combine Damn, all of the siren? letters. I don't, I don't know. know. It's so long. Oh my yeah. God. I'm going to, we're going to have to let Sarah go yeah. and we're going to finish the Fetish Five together. Okay. Yeah, I and do. And we're going to close it out. Sorry. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Unfortunately, I have to bounce because I got to go to rehearsals for that show that I'm working on. Because she's a star, everybody. She's um, a star. And but we all know Mary Angela and Mary Angela would kill me if I'm yeah, super she late. Is. So sorry, Mary Angela. Okay. So, right. um, but I'm going to wrap up with Christina and this Fetish Five. Yeah. Cool. So thank you guys. I'm Sarah. I'm Stephanie. I mean, I'm just saying it to say it so you guys don't forget me. Please don't forget me. We won't forget you. Bye. Bye. Never forget. Bye. Hashtag never forget. Hashtag 9-11 was an inside job. (laughs) (laughs) And it was the lizard people. God damn it. 9-11 was an inside job. Have a good rehearsal, babe. Yeah. So, Christina, tell me about this fetish five. Okay. So, um, we are going to be talking about chaos magic sigils mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um it's kind of a sexy thing i right. think there, there's a there's a little bit of sexiness in it but um there's a lot of nerdiness in it i think that chaos magic has uh, quite a few kind of nerdy things which are which are cute all, all magic is nerdy it is yeah it's true. That's, true. <laughs> that's true that's very true so um so with a sigil what you're doing is you're taking an idea or a concept that you want to put energy into so um Something like that would be, say, a job interview yes. <laughs> that you have coming up. And so you write out your main idea, your main focus, and then you create an image that's made out of all of those letters kind of together. So there are quite a few sigils that we see all the time, like the McDonald's arches are a type of sig- sigil because, you know, you've got the two. It's the stylized it's the letter. M of, that is, yeah. yeah. 
that's I mean, that's pretty much what it is. A lot of the iconography that we see all over, like the Coca-Cola symbols and all this sort of stuff, you can sort of say that they are in a way sigils and that every time we see them and every time we think about them, we're charging them because that's the thing about a sigil. You can create one, but if you never charge it and put anything into it, it's powerless. It doesn't really do anything. It's just an idea. Uh, Well, not even really, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's, just a fleeting thought. <clears throat> so what you do is you create your little sigil and then you charge it. And the best way to charge a sigil with chaotic sex is magic is with masturbation and orgasms. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wah, 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 wah. Wah, 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 wah. Who doesn't love a little bit of masturbation? Can't wait to get into this with you. Oh my gosh. So I've um, got more information too. <laughs> So lately, I have my sigil for getting this job. And it's not specifically about this one job, but it's more about, like, finding where I'm supposed to be, Mm -hmm. you know, and, like, fulfilling my fullest destiny, essentially. So um, I've kind of done, like, a bastardized version of it. (laughs) And so, like, because I don't really practice a whole lot of magic. Like, that's not really me. But I do believe kind of that there's, like, an all-powerful thing that keeps us all together in the universe so i'm kind of putting energy into that like the secret i'm bastardizing basically a ton of bullshit to make myself feel better about this interview but um essentially That's yeah what life is christina right it's just creating your own construct to make you not have a panic attack 24 hours a day basically <laughs> so uh so yeah so now i'm kind of in the practice of like once i'm masturbating and i pop one off i pop off another one for my job. You're like, and this yeah. one's for my homies. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. right, right. So it's like after you do, like, the one that you need to get done with, then you're kind of like, yeah, think about that job. Think about that job. Boom, 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 boom. Yep. And that's how you charge it. Yes. So there is a book uh, called Sex Magic for Beginners. <laughs> I love that. The Easy and Fun Way to Tap into the Law of Attraction, which <laughs> it talks about how those two things are related. Yeah. Um, by Sky Alexander. Sky mm-hmm. is with an E on the end. S-K-Y-E. Um, oh, and I have a number of modern, I'm trying to remember what she calls these this book series. I want to say it's like the modern witchcraft guide to mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but one was just like, I got the first one, which was like the modern witchcraft guide. Then there's like the modern witchcraft guide to love spells. The Modern Witchcraft Guide to the Tarot. Um, and she has a series of other books that I want. But the first book I got from her was Sex Magic, Beginner's Guide to Sex Magic. It talks about sigils. Um, and it talks about, of course, all these ways that you use. It's the power of sex, the energy of sex. Yeah. Which, mind you, if you're not into this, like, you can... Tr- I'm not, like, a, like a new agey kind of person. We're both very, like, science-oriented so people. I am not. I don't practice chaos magic in any other way. I just heard this concept of, like, putting energy into something through masturbation. Correct. And I was like, that sounds great. Let's so, sign me up for that. So sex magic and how it works with the law of attraction. If you're not familiar with the law of attraction, everybody, that's this idea that whatever you think about the most, that's what you bring into your life. It's kind of like the secret. That is, that is what the like, secret is. you get out the what secret, you put in. If you've ever heard of the book, The Secret from or Oprah's the, Book Club, the they made a documentary, documentary about it. Right, right, right. But that's what the secret is. The secret yeah. is the law of attraction. Yeah. So it's this idea that anything that happens in your life you bring it into your life like if you and 
I, I don't buy into this completely, but I understand kind of certain ideas of it that I do believe in. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily believe like, you know, things are bad in your life because you think about how bad your life is all the time and you draw that energy in. Shit happens. Yeah. If you lose your fucking job and like you get robbed or like a parent dies, like that's not because you thought that into existence. No, that's um, because the world keeps that's rolling. shit happens, yeah. right? Yeah. But this idea that like, you know, if you want good things, like you have to think about all those things all the time and... You thinking about them is going to put you in a mindset where you're going to do the things that you have to do to make those things happen. Exactly. That is really how that works. If you think, I, you know, I want to buy this thing, I want to buy this thing, I want to buy this thing, and then you focus your efforts on working harder to make that money, saving it so that you can buy that thing... You're going to get it. That's the law. That's how that works. That's the law of attraction. So the idea with sex magic is that that is a time where your energy is very concentrated. Mm -hmm. And if you're taking that energy, (laughs) that sexual energy, Mm -hmm. and focusing it on something that, again, you're trying to achieve, you're trying to obtain, that is just another way for you to push that energy that you have towards gaining that thing. And scientifically, there's a lot of science behind it, too. Yes, there is. That's why it's the law of attraction, not the theory of attraction. Exactly. After you have an (laughs) orgasm, your body releases so many chemicals, and one of them is the love chemical. Oxytocin. Oxytocin, and also a ton of serotonin. It's a hormone. Yeah, a ton of uh, serotonin. Serotonin, right. I almost called it seracola. I'm like, no, that's medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Serotonin and oxytocin are just crazy in your body, And if you're thinking about something that you really want, then you're going to have these warm and fuzzy feelings about it all every time that you think of it. Because if you're thinking about it while you're orgasming, you're charging your own brain. And basically you're associating. Yes. There we go. All those good feelings. Yes. For that thing that you're trying to get. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to take it one step further from talking about your Let's your sex go. sigils to telling you, now this is some shit I wouldn't tell you to do, but I'm fascinated by it in theory. Um, so in this book, Sex Magic for Beginners, she's talking about all these different ways and powerful tools that you can use, right, to further your sex magic. And one of the things that she talks about is sexual fluids. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And saving sexual fluids to use for your magic. Oh, see, I thought you just like come on the sigil. Um, not necessarily. You can make she suggests or menstrual blood. Making potions and stuff, right, with <laughs> sexual secretions. No. Right. And she says that the most powerful elixir that you can make with sex magic... Ooh, what is it? What is it? What is it? Is the mix of uh-huh. semen and menstrual blood. Oh, my God. So if it's like period, like you have period sex and scoop out... <laughs> well, I mean, I use a menstrual cup. Well, so there you go. You beat, me to, you beat me to what I was going to say next. <laughs> Which was when I, because, okay, all y'all, I'm on the IUD, but when I had a period heavy enough Mm -hmm. to use a menstrual cup, I used to always say that I was going to use the blood (laughs) to make potions and elixirs. Oh, my God. Right. I mean, I'm not saying that I, I was would, like, it's already, but I'm glad to know that right. that's an option. I was like, it's so easy. I don't have to, like, squeeze mm-hmm. it out of a jam. It's mm-hmm. already in this little there. cup. I just got to pour it into my potion. Yeah. It's already there. Now you just got to go get yourself some semen. But I think the idea is that you would have period sex and then collect the two combined the already, the fluids, 
and then use that to make an elixir. Wouldn't it be such a fucking white man bullshit thing if it got somehow neutralized by women's secretions? So <laughs> it just had to be semen and menstrual fluid, but the woman wasn't allowed to enjoy it at all and have no, any secretions. But they were saying, like, f- female secretions and male secretions are yeah. also powerful. Yeah. The only way it's more powerful, the most when powerful... together. Is because it's lifeblood and yeah. also semen, and there you go. Well, I read a thing on Reddit about how you were supposed to take your sigil and like wipe yourself with it. <laughs> oh god! I wish people could see the motion that you just did for that too. <laughs> well, like, wipe, wipe yourself, yourself with, with it. it. Oh, I mean, how do you wipe yourself? Depends. Oh, I mean, true. if I pooped, I'm all well, front to back. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's just, that's just help. If it just peed, I just dab up front. Well, if you're putting it on the sigil, it shouldn't be poop. It should be... You shouldn't be pooping yeah, on your sigil. Don't poop on the sigil. I don't know what that does, but it can't be good. I don't know. What if your what if poop is part is, of your sexual secretion poop is part of the chaos magic i mean it has to it's be pretty right. chaotic well the thing is part of the illuminati part of this conspiracy about the illuminati is that they eat feces and urine oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah and that's part of their ritual <laughs> and they're, oh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. they're such heathenistic jew bankers oh, that they eat their yeah to be clear we are not anyone oh, who God, believes no. in these things no 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 i thought i was this, pretty clear i know i <laughs> just always every time I say it I'm always like to be clear yeah. we are saying this is what these other people believe this is what these other people believe I'm a quarter yeah. Jewish I'm oh, you know yeah. we love yeah. we, we love the Jewish people yeah. I have a I've got a zombie rabbi tattoo I love it so um this was fun this was fun <laughs> I'm sorry Sarah couldn't stay for all of it I know me but too she's gonna get, she's to, gonna get to enjoy it, it right yeah. through editing I hope she likes it she's gonna be like what happened hey Sarah Sarah do you like it you like it? Do you like it? And Sarah's going to say, thanks. I hate, I hate it. it. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. Christina, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun, as always. Of course, I hope mm. that you get up here and can be on the show more often. Me too. It's that be would be a lot be fun. of fun. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, check out Sarah in the Insanity of Mary Gerard coming up uh, in September, end of September and October, part of the Philadelphia Fringe Festival yeah, girls at Allen's star. Lane here in Philadelphia. And, of course, if you want to support our podcast, the best way you can do that is by subscribing to our Patreon. We have three tiers. One dollar gets you exclusive access to our Facebook group where we live stream twice a month, every month. Five dollars gets you access to that as well as I Saint It, (laughs) a monthly episode where I tell Sarah about a horror movie that she's never seen before. Although last episode, it was Sarah, Christina, and our good friend Colleen. Yes. $15 a month gets you to be part of the Faint Flatulence Collection, where every month we send a handcrafted, hand-captured ghost fart straight to your door. And it's delightful and delicious. It's lovely. (laughs) Of course, if you don't have money, you can also support the show by giving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Facebook, anywhere where you listen to or support podcasts. If you take a screenshot of that and email it to us at deadtimestories, with a Z, all one word, at Mm gmail.com, we'll send you a complimentary sticker. And, of course, we always love listener emails. That's the email, deadtimestories at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. We love hearing from you guys. 
Christina, any last words? You know, I was just thinking, once they get the sticker, it would be really great of them to do for your podcast. Send us a picture of you you. with the sticker. Yeah, or masturbate on it. Or masturbate on it. And just give us all those good thoughts. Masturbate. And that good energy. And then wipe yourself with the sticker. And then take a picture of it. And keep that picture on your phone and don't show it to anyone ever. That's what I think you should really do to help support us. Because we're really a family kind of podcast. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Christina. And Sarah was with us earlier and she's editing. And thank you and everybody. (laughs) This has been Dead Time Stories. Thanks for listening. Dead Time Stories is hosted by Sarah Heddens and Stephanie C. Curtison. Music and editing by Eric Gershnow. Artwork by Rennie Slackman. Take that sticker and you should masturbate on it. You should masturbate on it. That was fun. That was a great conversation.